Acts chapter 16, and I will tell you right off that we are almost going to be in a series-like mode tonight. This is going to really go along with what we shared last week, and this is, we'll just call it, uh, spare the moment, we'll just call it a prison break uh, uh, little series here. Because we're going to be talking about, we talked about prison last week, we're going to be talking about it this week. But I, I feel an urgency in my spirit to not so much as maybe preach as to exhort the people of God tonight. But Acts chapter 16, we're going to begin reading in verse 22. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes, and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into the prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, this jailer thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do not or do thyself no harm, for we are all here. And then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Let us pray quickly tonight. God, we love you and we praise you. We thank you for the spirit we feel in worship tonight. And God, we thank you for your word and its anointing. We ask that it go forth in that anointing and break and destroy yokes. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church says, Amen. This is a portion of scripture that I, I, I frequently visit, that I love to read about because it's truly powerful throughout the chapter, the fact that I always make reference to this, and I, I've, I've preached on this on, on a similar topic out of this passage before that Paul and Silas are in jail for doing the right thing. They're literally in jail because they have rebuked and cast a demon out of a fortune teller woman, young slave girl. And because her masters are now losing money, they go to the magistrates and they tell them that, hey, we're losing money. You need, to, you need to throw these men into prison. But they do not only throw these men into prison. The Bible says that they flogged them. Some translations say that they were beaten with rods. And then they, the jailer was given a commission, and, and it may seem in passing as a normal, normal commission, but they're told to safeguard them to make sure you watch them closely. And in that time, 
that was a serious, serious charge to be given because if those prisoners were to be lost, then that, that jailer was to be executed. So he knew that he had to put them in the most secure location, and the Bible tells us that they're put into the innermost prison, beaten, bloodied, and scarred. They're put in there and their feet are fastened to stocks and chains that would most likely be fastened to the floor or to the wall. And they're there and they're bleeding and they're in a dire situation and it looks really bleak. And and a lot of this is, is going to be nothing new for anyone in the church tonight. But I want you to understand that what begins to happen in this prison cell is that two men begin to break through in their worship and it brings about a breakout in the Spirit. The Spirit comes down, begins to move on their behalf, and the earth is shaken and the prison doors are opened. I want you to know, as we talked about last week, uh, that the church has been bound and in prison uh, for far too long. The saints that are inside the church uh, have been bound and imprisoned uh, by the lies of the enemy for far too long. The enemy has had his way in our streets, in our cities, uh, in our schools, in our halls of legislation. Uh, we know these things. Uh, we've seen these things taking place. Uh, but week in and week out... Uh, Pastors have to 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 come to the platform and make sure. And I'm not I'm not telling you that it's bad to encourage the saints. It's great to encourage the people of God. But week in and week out, they have to make sure that their congregation is staying saved. We're not winning the loss. We're not going out to the highways and byways because everyone's trying to figure out who they are and they're 50 years old and figuring out who they are. They don't know who they are in Christ and and they can't seem to break through. So therefore it seems that they can't break out of the box that the enemy has them in. You say, I'm not here to beat up on you tonight, I promise. I want to challenge us to look at ourselves, to look at at Jane Abrams here, to self-examine, to realize that if I want the Spirit to break out in this church, in my home, in the youth group, in the young adults, in the elders, in the city, if I want the Spirit to break out in this town, I'm going to have to break through. I'm going to have to break through how I feel. I'm going to have to break through what my emotions may tell me that I'm feeling or how I should feel. I have to break through situations and circumstance. And I have to realize that I cannot have a breakout experience if I will not break out or break through in my worship. Hear me tonight. Of course, I have an illustration. Help me out, Michael. Help me out, peeps. It's about to be leg day. I'm about to get a workout in. Y'all can just come back here. He's going to be on this side. Some of you probably wish this was you up here pulling me around here in a second. Okay, just back out, and y'all get on each side of the chain here. Okay, just just getting a single file line on each side of the chain here. So see, 
Here's what happens in, in the church. And I, I've talked about this all, all, uh, a lot, almost all the time. That worship is not something we do. It should be who we are. That worship is not something we do based on how we feel, but it's based on what we know. I, I will tell you that, that I've been in circumstances in my life where, where, where Sister Marcella, I, I didn't feel like praying. I didn't feel like reading. I didn't feel like I should worship because I didn't understand what was going on in my life. And I didn't understand why, I, why I seemingly God had brought me to a place of grief and sorrow. I didn't understand. But there was something within me that said, listen, uh, you may not feel like it, uh, but you need to open your mouth, uh, you need to raise your hands, uh, and you need to give God praise, honor, and glory, uh, whether you feel like it uh, or not. So here's what I want you to see tonight, uh, is we see in our text uh, that these men are bruised, they're beaten, they're bloodied, uh, they're bludgeoned, uh, they're marred, they're maimed, uh, they, they are thrown into a prison, uh, they are locked out, uh, they're locked up and, 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 and they, they are thrown into this, this innermost prison which most likely would mean it had gate after gate after gate and all these things seemed to be going wrong and all they did brother Chris was do the right thing. All they did was cast the demon out. You think that there shouldn't be a problem but the religious people have a problem with that. The, the world has a problem with that. I want you to know that Jesus said guess what? The world's going to have a problem with you and I'll tell you this I'll just throw this in for free. I am sick and tired of the church being ashamed of who God has called them to be. I am unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't care that I raise my hands. I don't care that I speak in tongues. I don't care that I come to an altar and, and I'll scream, I'll snot, and I'll cry. I, I'm not ashamed that God moves in my life. I'm not ashamed that I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So these men are in a situation where it would be easy to question but instead they said you know what if we want breakout in our lives we're going to have to break through in our worship. We're going to begin to pray. We're going to begin to sing praises. We're going to begin to just thank God for his goodness his faithfulness. Even though we're bloody. Even though they hate us. Even though they despise us. There's got to be a breakout in this city and it's going to come through my worship. It's going to come through your worship. It's going to come through your prayer life. It's going to come through my prayer life. I want you to hear me. If you want breakout, you're going to have to break through. So here's what happens. I'm the church. Here's what happens. We walk into a service and, and it's easy to get in a routine. But listen, our pastor stood on this platform Sunday night and he began to proclaim, and I believe proclaim prophetically, that church will not be normal. Your, your personal walk with the Lord would not be normal. That God was doing a new thing. And you know what? I believe that God is doing a new thing and he's refreshing the people of this church. So I'm just here to, to come alongside you and show you this is, this is what it looks like. So here I'm hooked up and there's breakout, there's breakdown through. I'm coming into service. And you know, Brother Chris, I'm ready to worship. And I'm ready I'm ready to get in there. But here's what happens. And in church, I just want to teach you real quick. I just want to show you something really quick here. See, what happens is, is so often we can come into service and say, you know what? I don't feel like it. You know what? I've had a bad day. 
you know what? I ain't got any money in the bank. You know what? I'm just going to sit here and I'm at church, so I'm doing the right thing. Listen, it's good to be at church. Uh, but you see, what happens is, 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 is here, uh, uh, let, let me represent the church. Let me be a little more specific. Let me represent the worship team here. Okay, I'm going to represent the worship team. Uh, and here, what happens is, is they say, okay, uh, Pastor Jade, uh, Sister Sarah, Sister Kirsten, uh, Sister Carly, uh, drag me into the presence of God. I, I, I want breakout, uh, but I, I don't want to do anything myself I don't feel like it and they don't even realize that the worship team's like hey come on let's go let's worship let's lift our hands let's cry out let's worship him for who he is and and, and, and what we have here is people say I don't feel like it I've had a bad day my money's a mess my marriage is a mess and I want you to know what you're doing is you are hindering breakout because you will not get with the worship team and say you know what let's break through Oh, but it's the same in the preaching. It's the same. Listen, I, and I thank God we, we have good people here. I'm not trying to say y'all bad. I'm not trying to say shame, shame. I'm trying to get us into a place where we come in to the house of God and we check out of the world and we walk in and we say, you know what? I'm not bringing my junk in here. I'm just bringing my worship in here. I'm not bringing my problems in here. I'm just going to give it to Jesus on the way in the door and say, you know what, Jesus? I'm going to trust you. I'm just going to worship when I don't understand. I'm going to lift, lift my hands when I don't get it. I'm going to lift my hands and cry out when I, when, when I don't feel like it. So I want you to understand it is not pastor's job. It is not Jade Abrams' job to stand up here and say, come on. Come on, let's go to breakout. Let's go to revival. Come on, church. Come on, let's go. I want you to understand, Paul and Silas looked at each other and they said, if we want breakout, we're going to have to get together on the same page. We're going to have to sing the same song. We're going to have to begin to pray in the same manner. And we're going to break through and see breakout in our city. Everything can hinder. And I want you to know, I just tell you from seven years of ministry. Now, now, Pastor can tell you off of 20 years of ministry. His hairline shows it. This gets heavy. Pastor, I love you. Don't fire me. This gets heavy. This gets hard. Come on, y'all. But you know. We've just got such a full schedule. Well, I'm glad Jesus made time to die for your sins. You say, oh, that's, don't go there. Oh, I will. I will go all Paula Abrams on you right now. If I made excuses, she said, I'm sure Jesus didn't want to die for your sins. But he got on that cross anyway, Jay. I'm like, Mom, come on. That's not even the same thing. She's like, it's the little things. If you won't be on time. She said, if you won't be on time and ready to worship, you're not helping. You're hindering. I remember one time, I was, I was late to worship practice. And I was playing the drums. And she said, guess what? You're not playing. Your dad's playing. I was like, dad ain't played in 30 years. She said, he's playing today. But we, oh God, I ain't got time. I ain't got time. I want you to know that that pastor... 
his schedule's just as full, if not fuller. And here he is. Come on, church. Come on. Let's go. We can do it. Let's go. You guys are having fun, aren't you? Carly's getting a workout. Too bad this don't count on steps, you know. Yeah. So, and then what happens is, is walk with me just for a little bit. It's like, okay, it's going good. Hey, we're, we're making some ground. And then one bad week, and it's, we talked about it last week. When Peter realized out in the street that he was free, he was like, man, I, I'm really free. But the enemy would love nothing more than to take you back through every door and put you back in every chain that he's ever put on your life and try to convince you that you're not free. But church, if you want breakout, we have to break through. If Paul and Silas don't get on the same page, the earth doesn't shake. The chains don't fall off and the doors don't fall open. If pastor has a vision for this church and he says, we need to go higher. Don't be wait. So you know what? I may have had a crummy day. I'm a worship. And there's people like that in this church. I want you to know, I'm, I'm commending you. But I'm saying, let's take it even further. Because I tell you right now, I'm sweating. Are y'all sweating? <laughs> Light work. Okay. This ain't easy. And then we wonder why we see headlines that this pastor quit. That pastor killed himself. Because, well, we want church when it's suitable for our schedule. I, I've said this before and I'll say it again and I'm, I'm going to move on. I'll get off of it. I think it's funny that God created time and we tell him how he can use it. Isn't that fascinating? That we look at the creator of time and say... I will try to make time for you, even though you gave me time on this earth. You're the reason I have breath. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do with that breath. I find that fascinating. But church, if we want breakout, we've got to say, God, if I'm tired, I'll make the time. There's many, been many a times I've seen our pastor Come in, fly in, be in that office two in the morning, trying to drag. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on. I'm fighting for you. If we won't break out, we got to break through. Thank you. Hear me. said it before a lot of uh, I've had people tell me well Jay you're not happy till everybody shouts that's not no 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 I know people worship in different ways 
But I will tell you this. You can tell when everybody's worshiping because the atmosphere changes. There's no resistance. There's no bands on me. And everybody's willing to go where the Spirit of God will take them. It requires something of us. It requires something of me. If I won't break out, I've got to break through. Let me put it to you this way. Let me just dumb it down. Sister Melissa, you can come to the piano. Is I've got to get over myself. You know, the Bible says that pride cometh before fall. That's what the, that's what the Bible says. You say, what does that have to do with anything? Is what can happen is our pride can keep us from admitting that we've fallen. And then we wonder why we keep falling. Because pride comes before fall. We keep falling and falling. Because we're getting in our own way. I don't want to go up there. There's ministers that tell you that's the devil. No, that's you. I love you enough to tell you that. That little resistance of, oh man, if I go up there and he's made this special altar call, people are going to think, that's not the devil. That's your pride. Jade's done that. Man, if I go up there, man, what will people think? You know? But I want you to know, guys, I'm, I'm human. I have struggles. I have battles. But freedom truly comes. When we make up our mind, even though we may be wounded, we're going to break through. Even though we're hurt, we're offended. Been misused, abused even. And you say to yourself, you don't know what I've been through. Hear me tonight. Get over yourself. He knows. Because he walked up Calvary's hill with that thing that you went through on his back. And he set foot on that hill and laid his life down. He told Pilate, he said, listen, you can't take my life. I'm giving it. And he did all that for all the stuff that you've went through. All the stuff that you're going through. All the stuff that you will go through. Because he paid it all. He broke through so you could break out. So why do we just strive week in and week out trying? Ah, I just want to break through. I just want to break through. I just want to break through. Church, Paul and Silas just looked at each other and said, you know what? Carly, we're hurt. People have said things. People have done things to me and my family. 
you want to know? Paul and Silas, I could just almost hear him talking, man. These people have done us wrong. But these are the very same people that God has called us to minister to. So instead of sitting down here and feeling sorry for ourselves, let's just praise. Let's just worship. Because God's still good. My beautiful wife, my beautiful daughters, I did nothing to earn them. I don't deserve them. But because I listened to messages my entire life about how Jesus pushed through, overcame, 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 so I could overcome. When I really believed that, Brother Michael, and I said, you know what? I'm sick of living this way. I'm sick of blaming everybody else for my problems. I'm sick of, listen, we do this so often. We get in the church and we, okay, let's wait. We're like high school scouts for a football team. Let's just, let's just see what's going on. Let's figure it out. And if the Spirit's moving, I'm going to do something. You say, why are you acting crazy? That's how we act. I'm not going to do anything until I feel it. Well, I'll tell you what Paul and Silas felt. Pain. And I, Kelly, I'm sure they, they didn't feel like praying and worshiping probably. And they said, man, we don't, I don't feel the presence of God in here right now. But you know what, Silas? Let's pray. Let's praise. They weren't waiting for the angel to come down and unlock the door. Instead of waiting till they felt something to say something, they said something until they felt something. You say, oh, well, that's you're talking about chaos and everybody just be doing. No, 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 no. Hear me. The Bible tells us that he inhabits the praises of his people. So therefore he responds to our cry. If you say nothing, he's not permitted to do anything. The Holy Spirit's a gentleman. Everybody, anybody ever heard that? He will not offend. He will not force himself. But he's sitting there saying, breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. You'll get breakout. If you you'll get breakout, my spirit will break out if you just break through, break through. Come on. Let me help you. And all they did was sing. And worship. They broke through with praise and worship. And there was a shaking. And there was a loosening of chains. And there was doors flying open. There was freedom and deliverance. There was a breakout. Because they broke through. Turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor. You want to break out of jail. If you help me, tell them, say, if you help me, I'll help you. If you'll worship with me, 
I'll worship with you. If you'll pray for me, I'll pray for you. So church, I want breakout. I want it in your life, in your children's life. We need different. But we got to break through. I'll be transparent. If you stand with me tonight, I've had a lot of tough weeks lately. A lot of tough months. No details, but I'm just saying, I'm human. I've had big issues going on. Things that nobody needs to know about. But that's all right. Because I don't see the future, but I know who holds it. But I've made up in my mind that even on days, Brother Chris, when I say, man, I just, I don't feel good. I, don't, I ain't had a good day. I ain't had a good week. That my little petty problems pale in comparison to that word right there. Breakout. Let me translate it. Freedom. Deliverance. Revival. The things that I sit up at night and I think about, they did me wrong. I'll never forget. If you'll never forget, you'll never forgive. Hear me tonight. I know each and every individual in this house, you could all speak to situations and needs that you have. And the Bible says, make those needs known to the Lord. And it's good for us to come together and to lay hands on one another and to pray with one another. Those are good things. But what you going to do at 2 o'clock in the morning when the anxiety comes in? What you going to do at 3 o'clock in the morning when the enemy shows up at your house trying to mess with your children? I've had that happen. Wasn't nobody there to prophesy over me. Wasn't nobody there to, my pastor went there to say, now, now, Jade, this is what you need to do. You need to start here. You need to do this in the middle, and this is how you need to end it. No. I wasn't worried about bills. I wasn't worried about when that happened to me. I wasn't worried about anything other than defending my home. And church, that's how we have to come into the house of God. I ain't worried about nothing but break out. Because if I can break through, break out will affect my children. It'll affect their schools. It'll affect my community. It'll affect my home. It'll affect my work. If I can just break through. So I'm closing tonight. I want to ask you, just as Jehoshaphat, it's a fun name, Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, surrounded by the enemy, the prophet spoke, 
He said, listen, this battle's not yours, it's the Lord's. Josephat said, okay, here's what we're going to do. Those who sing praises and worship in the temple, you're going to fight the battle. And I want to ask you tonight, just as Jehoshaphat commanded the priests and the Levites to say, hey, you worshipers, I want you to lead us in a battle. I want to ask you, will you do that with me? Wednesday nights, Sunday mornings, special services. Will you go before and say, you know what, God, you've given us the victory. Jesus, you've given us the victory. And we're just going to worship and thank you for it. Because that's all they said. Jehoshaphat sent them out. And they said, thanks be to God. For his mercy is everlasting. And the Bible says that God sent ambushments and destroyed the enemies. Got rid of all the adversaries. Opened the, opened the gates. Caused the chains to fall off. So are you with me? Will you break through with me? Because I, 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 I showed you that example again, what it can feel like sometimes, but I want you to know I can't take you to heaven that way. And I can't take you to heaven, period. Pastor Ronnie can't take you to heaven. Sister Debbie can't take your children to heaven. No, no, no. We are facilitators. We present introduce Christ in His glory. So if we can't get into heaven that way, let's not enter into His presence that way. Let us break through and see break out. If you're with me tonight, whether it's at your seat, whether it's at these altars, I'd love for you to come to these altars. Just because we, we think, oh man, you know, the altars really don't do anything for me. You don't understand that it is an act of saying, you know what, God, I am taking the step forward. I need you to meet me here. That's why we emphasize these altars. But if you want to pray at your seat, that's fine. If you want to stand and pray, that's fine. But if you're willing to say, I want breakout and I'm willing to break through, I want you to come. I want you to find a place to pray because we need to make up our minds together that church is not going to be the same. Connorsville, we should desire for Connorsville to be changed. So who's with me? Hey everyone, uh, Cameron here from PTC Ministries. I'm so glad that you could join us today uh, for the message here. Uh, I hope the message touched you uh, in a personal way and that you could take that and mold that and move it and let it move you in your life. And as you can continue your walk with Christ, continue your walk with us as well. Follow us, uh, click in the link below in the description there. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. And don't forget to uh, like and subscribe. Uh, I feel like a YouTuber here, but don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel to uh, stay connected with us. Um, and thank you for joining us.